welcome to the Work Wonders Podcast, where we simplify HR for small business. I'm Susan. And I'm Angela. Let's dive into today's episode and answer what you've been wondering about. In today's episode, we're going to be talking all about effective performance management, why it's so hard and what to do instead. So let's get started. This is the Work Wonders Podcast. Susan, performance management, it's not a favourite one of most (laughs) business owners and managers that we know. No, it tends to be one of those things that gets put off and put off. Why do you think that is? I guess um, it's tough to have those confronting sort of conversations and evaluating a person's performance, how they're going. Well, true, even if it's mostly positive, none of us are perfect. So sometimes you might have to have a word about something. Yeah, and most people want to be liked. So it's not nice to have to give some negative feedback too if it's required. Well, that's true. And we like to be liked ourselves. We don't want to think we're going to give feedback that someone's yeah. not going to like us anymore. That's right. Um, yeah, I think one of the other things is that we tend to think that it's a big deal mm. and because we put it off and put it off and then maybe scramble and go, okay, we, we do it every year yeah. in January or something like that, then it does become a big deal. Yeah. Got to do something, so let's got just do, do it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> and then the pressure's on and everyone's got to remember what they did for the last yeah. 12 months. Um, the other thing that can happen is that people might do, you know, put off, put off or do the big annual thing yeah. um, and then it's done. It gets put in a drawer until next year. Yes, yes, absolutely. Yeah. So I had a question for you about that. Hmm. Do you have an opinion in terms of, Tying it to annual pay increases. Oh, yeah. Um, Look, I think it can go hand in hand, but I would probably start by thinking about your um, annual review of of a pay increase or whatever it is. Is that aligned with legislation? You know, for example, the award updating or is it um, a bonus of some nature? You know, what's your process Mm, there? Yeah. Um, If it ties into performance, for example, bonus, maybe some people might have a key performance indicator or some sort of target that people have to meet in order to get that bonus, then, yeah, it kind of goes hand then in that hand. that does make sense, doesn't it? Yeah. But if it's a um, legislated increase, then obviously you can't base that on performance. So, Susan, let's think about probably where would you begin? At the very beginning. <laughs> <laughs> very good place to start. <laughs> Sorry, I just could resist that. Yeah, well, it is at the very beginning. You know, even before somebody starts, it's down to what you've got in the job description in terms of setting expectations, Mm. the conversations you have before you make an offer with somebody, but really setting your expectations in terms of what you want out of them for their performance, Mm. you know, what is important in terms of the outcomes that they're supposed to achieve. So you're talking about tangible things, like are they they need to attend meetings or yeah. like those targets maybe or things that they need to achieve that can be measurable? Well, it's always better if you do have something that you can measure against, isn't it? You know, you have some sort of objective thing. It might be as simple as um, customer service in line with our standards whatever they are, but if you've got your standards written down somewhere in the organisation in terms of how you interact with customers, then you've got something tangible that you can measure someone against. 
But quite often it will also be just be cultural type things that you're discussing in a performance review, I think. Um, just thinking of the sort of things that come up where there may have been um, cliques in the organisation oh. or other areas where you feel that this isn't really in line with our culture. And so you're talking about setting that expectation right from the get-go. So I'm imagining something in a job description, talking about it at the office stage, like you said, and when you're inducting someone, is that it? Well, we all like to know what we're supposed to be doing. Yeah. There's no greater shock than to be in a job for, you know, six months and then somebody says, but you haven't done this. (laughs) Or why didn't you do it this way? (laughs) It's like, well, I didn't know that's what you wanted. Yeah. Which interestingly leads into the next point, which is about that probationary period and yeah. doing, having those conversations during the probation. So yeah. can you talk a bit to that? Well, so performance management, you're obviously offering there that it starts right from the beginning, but you could probably split up performance management into two things. You've got that probation period, which is commonly the first three months of mm-hmm. the job, and obviously reviewing performance ongoing after that, which probably would say every year. Would you agree? No. I would um, expect at least quarterly. Yeah, I don't. I don't like the annual thing. Okay. Because well, I've got a hopeless memory. But if you ask me, well, what have you achieved in the last twelve months? That's a pretty hard question to yeah. answer. Yeah, that's tough. So <laughs> if we start at the start, the probation. It's that yes. first little period. So we're thinking about someone's just started with you. They're learning the ropes, starting to get a feel for what they need to do and doing it well. Um, and obviously that probation, it's about having those really clear conversations with people about, yep, you're doing that great and this is what needs to happen this way and this is and how I'd we do And I'd be doing that weekly here. during mm-hmm. probation, ideally. Yep. But, you know, everyone's busy, so it might be fortnightly mm-hmm. or monthly. And then my suggestion would be when you get to the end of your three months probation then <laughs> and you've decided they're staying, mm-hmm. um, then you said, oh, your quarterly yep. meetings – Going forward. The whole purpose of probation is to really, I guess, make sure you're happy with what you bought, (laughs) so to speak. (laughs) So it gives you that freedom to then make your decision, okay, well, yes, they are what they say they were going to be from the interview and they're doing a good job and it feels like it's gelling and we're happy. I would definitely recommend if you're not feeling that way, if you're feeling like the person's not gelling, they're not doing well, that's your time to make use of that. Have those frank discussions, give them a chance to do better and to learn from that. And if it doesn't work out, that's the best time to say, look, it's not working out, rather than let it go on and on and pass the probation and then you've got a bit of a hairier situation to deal with. Yeah, that's right. And yeah, that's so much better for your new employee as well. Because the chances are, if you're uncomfortable with how things are working out, they're uncomfortable too, aren't they? You know? So those regular chats and checking in with them, Asking them, you know, is there anything that's missing? You know, what is there more training that you need, or is there, you know, some equipment that you need? Is there anything that's not gelling for you while you're working here? Um, so much value mm. in having those early conversations because while you're having those conversations, you're also instilling your values and the culture and the expectations of the organisation. Yeah, and you're continuing those expectations, aren't you? Because like you're saying, after that, you're going to continue to review their performance, continue to have those conversations. So you're setting up that culture of this is how we do things around here. We're going to talk about it. Hi, it's Susan here. Did you know my business, Balance at Work, also does executive coaching? 
If you're looking to develop the emerging leaders in your business or build new skills in your leadership team, simply get in touch via the Work Wonders website, workwonderspodcast.com.au. Okay, so moving then into the regular form of um, review, what would you do there? Uh, I think the, the most important thing is to make sure that you're both prepared. Both parties are prepared for that conversation. And in that conversation, you need to be focused on what the outcomes are that you've set early on that you're expecting during the period that you're reviewing. So referring back to that job description. Yeah, and also, you know, what other KPIs you might have set since Mm -hmm. or other um, project outcomes or um, outcomes in terms of qualifications. Mm -hmm. um, And by being prepared, I mean that... You don't just rock up one day and say to the employer, it's 10 o'clock, let's do your performance <laughs> review and haul them in for a mm. chat because that's just not going to work. Yeah. It's not going to be effective. So make sure that you book a time in well before and let them know what you want to talk about. And the simple structure for that would be we're going to look at the last whatever the period is. What's gone well for you? Um What's not so well? You know, what are you struggling with? What could you use more help with? And what would you like to achieve in the next period, you know, between now and the next review? And even, you know, more long-term in terms of your career. But an important part of that, getting them to prepare, is to get them to think about, is there any more support that they need in the organisation? You might be listening to this and you might be thinking, oh, it's all about the employee, (laughs) you know? How much are we doing for them sort of thing. Yeah. Um, And I understand that completely. But for you to get the best out of this person and for them to be productive and therefore contributing to your organisation, it's important that you have that information because a lot of the answers that you'll get to those things can be a bit of a clue to things that might need tweaking or even that they're not really satisfied working for you so that any sort of early warning sign you get um that you know they might be on their way out it's better to be what is it forewarned is forearmed yeah Yeah, so there's much more value in it than just evaluating whether a person's done a good job or a bad job yeah um there's a lot more to be taken from that and also to understand how the employee's going and if they're going to stay in the job and all those sorts of things so this is why I'm not a big fan of the rating scale. Mm-hmm. I have worked with those sort of scales and it's not a very nice – I mean, it's like a report card at school, yeah. isn't it? You yeah. know, great if you get all tens or whatever the scale is. But if you're somewhere around the middle, you're going to be thinking, oh, I thought it was better than that. Um, so I think it's much better to have that actual human conversation instead of going – Oh, well, they're, um, and this is where it gets difficult if you have decided that you're going to determine um, pay rises based on your performance review and you go with a rating scale because it's so subjective if you're the one doing the rating. And then, yeah, it just can be a, a big mess and a big argument. Whereas if you're having a conversation with someone, It's a much more natural way of finding out how they're thinking and letting them know what you're thinking. And my number one rule would be there should be no surprises. 
So make sure that you are having other communication with the people on your team so that you're not, you know, storing up a stock of grievances before you have your performance review. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I didn't like the way you treated that client back in June. Yeah. Um, Actually be willing to have that conversation with them at the time when it can have the most impact. And so you talked about forward planning or planning for the future. And I can think of not just training needs, but your business might change in that time. So the role might be slightly changing. There might be new products or new features or new technology to use. Um, so there might be things that the person needs to upskill in. You might have plans to grow your team and you might have ideas to move that person onto Absolutely, a leadership role yeah. in the future. And so there's obviously that can be a place to use that time to um, plan for that and, and assess the person's capability to move into a leadership role or do they need to upskill because you're going to get a new piece of software next year or whatever it is, um, there's also that that part to it as well. Oh, definitely. And I guess I'm a bit of a um, you know, rose-tinted glasses, <laughs> but I would like to think in, in my ideal world and you know maybe this will come about one day, is that everybody looks forward to performance reviews because it's that opportunity to have those conversations that you don't always get in the day-to-day. And giving the employee a chance to respond, I guess it needs to be a two-way Ooh, yeah. conversation, doesn't it? So we're going to go to them saying, yep, you've done that right, you've done that wrong, we need to train you here and this is happening next year and whatever mm. it is, but also letting them go, okay, now tell me, what do you want to get out of your job here? Where's your career heading? What's going to make you stay here, basically? Yeah, exactly. not say it like that. Exactly. But um, yeah, getting from them some feedback. So you've got a bit of a gauge for yourself straight from the horse's mouth. What is it they love about their job? Yep. Um, what is it that they're, you know, enjoying and what's going to make them hang around and, you know, and what are they loving about your business and where your business is heading? So when it comes to giving feedback, you know, it's not always easy and we'll be covering off on that on another episode where we're yeah. going to talk all about how to give feedback and how to do that effectively. So we hope that was useful to you. We know that performance management is always a little bit icky. Well, not always, but it tends to be something that we've observed people tend to avoid and then it's too late. So make performance management an area of your business where you can be proactive instead. So we talked about how to do that, setting expectations, the different types of performance reviews and how to actually do it in a way that's going to be productive. So now that you've heard all that, what are you going to take away from today's episode? Are there things that you could implement straight away? Don't need to dive in, boots and all, but yeah, dip a toe in the water and, and give it a go and get in touch if you need any help. You'll find the show notes for today's episode on our website. Thanks for listening to the Work Wonders podcast. Hit the subscribe button now to never miss an episode. And if you've enjoyed today, we'd love you to tell your friends and leave us a review. What are you wondering about? Let us know over at our website, workwonderspodcast.com.au. See you in the next episode.